It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Girasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and wow, what uh, a day it is here in New York today. It is sleeting outside, and it's getting cold, so the winter is truly coming, and um, they're calling for a lot of snow. So I'm hoping that my family plans um, to go upstate to visit my sister, and Thanksgiving is still going to happen. But um, with that, I just want to wish everybody a very, very happy Thanksgiving We have so much to be thankful for, and um, it's a very special time of the year. So with that, um, I, I would like to start with the business tip of the week. Okay, so I had a very interesting week this week. I had the opportunity to meet a lot of business owners, and it was so funny Um, one of the business owners pulled me to the side and he turned to me and he had said to me, you know, that person that we were all just talking to, he's a really great, smart business person, but his problem is he's not organized. And he said, you know, it's a shame because a lot of people get a different impression of him simply because he's not organized. And, you know, it kind of just made me think for all the years I'm doing my radio show, one of, or very often I always say, if you are not skilled at a certain, at being able to do a certain task, the best thing you can do for yourself and your business is to hire somebody who is. So in this case of the business owner, I just know for a fact, if this guy had a secretary and actually helped him organize his business, I think he would give a much better, um, other people would just look at him so much Differently as a business owner, he'd be so much more polished and put together, and nobody really knows who's helping you behind the scenes. So that's my business tip of the day is if for whatever reason you're not organized or you don't know social media or uh, you can't pick up that phone and make the sales calls you can, hire somebody that can and watch how your business will grow. So that's my business tip of the week. So today's guest is going to be um, another radio host, an incredible author, and a very good friend. And I know a lot of my listeners are probably laughing because I always love to have Blythe on my show. So with that, I'd like to give a nice warm welcome to Blythe Lippman from Baby and Toddler Instructions. 
Good morning, Blythe. Well, should I make a pun about warm? It's supposed to be 82 here tomorrow. <laughs> okay, how to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come back at me. You're killing me, Blythe. They're calling for, I think, eight inches of snow here. Oh, no. Ugh, I know. I'm not really ready for it. And, um, you know, I had gone out last night, and I was so thankful that the weather was not – it wasn't – brutally cold last night when I got off the train at 1 a.m., Blythe. Wow. And And where were you? I think you can say I'm still (laughs) excited. I'm sorry. I want to go with you. I have to tell you, Blythe, it was an experience of a lifetime. I did get to go see Billy Joel last night in Madison Square Garden. I went with my husband and my two boys, and I think I made the right choice about leaving Nicoletta, my eight-year-old home. And there were not many children there, but I have to tell you, I'm so into music and I'm trying to instill, um, I, I want my children to be inspired by the great musicians and I wanted their very first concert to be really special. So I actually got these tickets nine months ago, and my kids were so looking forward to it. So it was just incredible. So not only is Billy Joel incredible, and I have to tell you a funny story, Blythe, because Billy Joel lived about five minutes from where I live now for many years with Christy Brinkley. And every time we pass the house, we always say, oh, that's where Billy Joel lived. (laughs) Well... (laughs) For New Year's Eve this year, he now lives in one town over from us, and um, it was New Year's Eve just this year, and my son Garrett and I were in just the grocery store on New Year's Eve, like who's in the grocery store on New Year's Eve, but it was like a specialty place, and we were going out, and I wanted to pick up something special for the host. And we walked in, and I said, oh, let me make a sandwich for my son, CJ. They're picking out Italian bread. And I look over, and I'm like, could this be? It can't be. I'm looking again, and I'm like, well, he's not as young as he used to be, and who is? And I'm looking, and I'm like, could that be Billy Joel? And I'm saying to myself, but wait a second. He's supposed to be in Brooklyn. I'm like, well, it's only 4 o'clock, so I guess he has plenty of time to get from Long Island to Brooklyn. And what do you know, Blythe? I looked at my son, Garrett, and I said, Garrett, I think that's Billy Joel behind us. So I go up to the guy, you know, um, at the deli counter. We're ordering, you know, some cold cuts. And the young kid, I said to the young kid, I said, look at that guy. I think that's Billy Joel. And he looks at me and he goes, who's that? I almost died. I was like, are you kidding? How could you not know who Billy Joel is? So anyway, to make a long story short, Blythe, the concert was beyond incredible. It was, it was over the top. He did an amazing job. And um, not only was Billy Joel great, but you had to see who he, had, he, who he had come on stage. Next thing you know, he's introducing Sting. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. And then I was a really big John Cougar Mellencamp fan when I was growing up. And next thing you know, John Cougar Mellencamp comes on and I was just beside myself. So lots of dancing, lots of singing, and it was just an incredible experience. So. And you know, you know what it reminds me of too? You know, we're all grateful this time of year and we should be grateful all, all the year. However, what I'm thinking is, listen, you know what? Your boys are going to say, and I can tell you this because my kids are growing up, they're going to go, mom, remember our first concert? And you did make it special, and it's family time, and wow, 
Can you be my mother? When are we going next year? <laughs> you know, Blythe, I, I try so hard to create those memories with my kids. And um, my poor son, CJ, of all things, he wasn't feeling well. And I think that put a little bit of a damper on it for him. But um, Garrett, who's a saxophone player, for whatever reason, there were like three saxophone players last night. And it was all about the sax. And he was sitting there looking. I mean, we were pretty close up. We just got so lucky. Um, we were pretty close right there on the floor and the whole thing. But um, the, it was a saxophone night and he was sitting there mesmerized and I, I'm just so thrilled. Anyway. Well, here's the topper. Here's the topper. I think, I think, first of all, how are we going to top this? I think you need to go take cookies to Billy Joel in the next town and say, <laughs> remember when you used to live near me? And that can be the topper and you take your kids with you and I bet he's the nicest guy in the world. Well, Blythe, you know what the real topper would be is if I can get him to come on my radio show as an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I think go for it. I'm ready. Now that's what we're talking about because I have to tell you, you know, I was thinking about my business tip and um, what came into my head was a meeting that I had gone into. But honestly, last night when I was sitting in that audience, you know, I'm sitting in that seat and Blythe, there were thousands of people there. It was the energy in that stadium was so incredible. And I kept saying to my son because um, somebody had once said to my son who you know, do you remember Francine, the psychic that was on my show, the median, yes. I should yes. say? She actually said to my son, Garrett, that one day you're going to become very, very famous and people are going to want to come to hear you play your instrument and sing. And we sat in those chairs last night and I said to Garrett, look around, look all the way up at the top. There were like four layers of bleachers. And I said, look all the way up there. Look at all these people coming just to hear Billy Joel. And it was incredible. It was so moving. It was, I don't know, Blythe, you know how you get that high when you come out of a concert. I still I know. want high. It's that good energy. And you know what? I have to say, Francine told me something and she was right on. I'm not going to say what it was, but she was right on the money and you never know. Okay. So let's talk about paying it forward business wise. You went to Billy Joel's concert. He owes you time to be yeah. on paying it forward. <laughs> you know what? And it's funny because one of my girlfriends, you know, we live in this town called Cold Spring Harbor and one of my girlfriend's um, husband knows somebody. Anyway, to make a long story short, she went behind stage to meet him. And he's all about giving back to his hometown. And right across the street from our local library is the Billy Joel Park. It's really, really quaint. But he was talking to my girlfriend. And what do you know? I'm telling you, it's because of my girlfriend. His first song was one of his very first songs he ever came up with. And it was all about Cold Spring Harbor. And I turned to the people behind me. Now, mind you, I think there were like 13,000 people there. I turned around to the people behind me, and I was so excited. I said, that's our hometown. And what did they say to me? It's ours, too. Oh, said, oh my tiny, gosh. Tiny little town. So anyway, you know okay. me. I, as I'm much fun as I have for my personal stuff, I always have to bring the business aspect into things. And I have to tell you, Billy Joel, it was doing – Exactly what you and I do so often. 
he was just trying to make a name for himself. And as I sat there, you know, we get so busy in our businesses and doing our daily tasks that sometimes it's so hard to take that time off and sit back and relax and just say, you know what, let other things be an inspiration to us. And that's why I was so glad I went to the concert because I really got inspired by Billy Joel because so often he was, his songs, his lyrics were all about, listen, maybe you don't believe in me now, but one day you will. And I mean, it was just great, but we're coming up on a break and um, I have just a little more to tell you about Billy Joel, but we'll talk more about that when we come back. And thanks so much, Blythe. I'm so happy that you're on my show today. We have okay, go to- call him during the okay. break. Go be calling Billy Joel. I'm checking up on you. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself? Without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoda, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to guested relationships and men as chief everything officer at the wow factor francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures ages and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style sass and smarts be sure to join her every wednesday at 8 p.m central standard time for living latina only on the woohoo radio network every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports radio show with commentary about current events, guns, shooting, and firearms issues, automotive and motorsports features, and special music presentations. Johnny is recognized as an international firearms authority and ballistic engineer, as well as an accomplished and widely recognized automotive designer and longtime TV and radio host. This program draws on Johnny's experience in shooting, motorsports, and as a professional entertainer musician. Don't miss Johnny Roland News, Guns, and Motorsports. Infotainment at its best. Trust us on this one. It's a fun show. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. 
Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Blythe Lippman from Baby and Toddler Instructions. And I was just telling everybody about the great experience I had last night um, at the Billy Joel concert. And, um, you know, Blythe, right before break, I was talking about um, how Billy Joel was just like any anybody out there trying to make a name for themselves. And I was just so inspired by some of his songs. And, you know, there's one song in particular that it's so funny. He, he just kept saying, okay, guys, it's time. I'm for real. I'm really as good as I know I am. It's time for you to believe in me. And he started to say, you know, it's time for the New York Times. It's time for the Post. It's time for the Daily News. Right about me already. And it's so funny because so many times we, we, I, I don't, we just, we know that we're there. And with Billy Joel, how easy would it have been for him to have gotten to a certain point to say, well, you know what? If it hasn't happened by now, maybe it's never going to happen. And maybe he would have switched careers or something. I mean, can you just see that happening, Blythe? You know what? I'm sure he's just like us and just like all the un- other entrepreneurs. Like you're saying, you know, you get to places where you say, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? But I, I did want to mention something about how you talked about you took the time you went to this concert. You know, we have to get that G word out of our vocabulary, especially women with guilt. We go, we go, we go, we go, especially with Thanksgiving. Everybody has 50,000 things to do. I was in the store yesterday. My gosh, I couldn't wait to get out of the parking lot. I thought I was going to get killed. People are grumpy and in a hurry, and I'm thinking, aren't we supposed to enjoy this, and aren't we supposed to be giving back to other people? And it's funny because when I went to get in my car before I drove away, this I started to put my shopping cart away, and this woman said, here, let me do it for you. And I looked at her for a minute, and I wanted to give her a hug and say, (laughs) can we do a class together? You know, and it's just the small little things that we do for each other, and I – And it helps us, too, in our businesses because I know, you know, you told me when you send Glovies, you put a handwritten note in. People don't even know, you know, they're not even doing cursive in the schools anymore. So I think it's that two seconds of doing special things, taking the time for yourself. You're so right. I definitely, definitely do that, Blythe, because I do think that's what distinguishes you from the next person. And, you know, I had an incredible... um, cup of coffee with a really wonderful, incredible person yesterday. We sat down, and I have to tell you, for two hours, um, we just really, like, we we connected so deeply that I didn't even want the time, like, you know, in life, Blythe, when something, when you have a moment, and you just don't want that moment to slip by you almost want to freeze everything around you i was having that moment yesterday it was a good day yesterday now that i think about it but when we were talking she just said to me you know life really goes by so quickly and (coughs) excuse me life goes by so quickly that it's probably because i have my big birthday coming up this year that It's just I'm rubbing my eyes constantly and looking around me to say, wow, is this really what it's all about? Like, what, 
like it's not just waking up and doing your daily routines and going through life. It's the internal feelings of making this life count. Like I feel a responsibility and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way is that when I'm gone, I do want to create that Lego legacy that people will always somehow remember me. And yesterday, my friend Mickey was saying to me that this year is going to be special, and she inspired me to make this holiday season just as special as she wants for her family. And she said, look at the two of us women. We're both the same age. We're both looking at life. We're, our number one priority is our family, and yes, we want to be successful too. But she said, if we take a tiny little step back from our business just for the next couple of weeks until the end of the year, is it really going to make a world of a difference to our business? I don't know. I I think the answer is no to that. But is it going to make a world of difference to our children who are so excited about this holiday season and who we can create lasting memories that they'll cherish for a lifetime even after we're gone? You know, that's a tough question, too, because as women, as entrepreneurs, we have, again, the guilt, and I should be doing this, and I should be doing this. You know, we all do it, and I think when you turn around and look what happened last week, did it really matter when something you were stressed about? I know, Um, but it's hard when you're in the middle of the soup to stop and say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to just back off. But I think I think your friend is so right because sometimes when we do let it go and we do something else, we get these terrific inspirations. And when we go back, we're fresh. That's why so many times, you know, I'll say I need a break. I need to get away, even if it's for two days. And I don't care if it's, it's here and I sit in a hotel room. Not that I do that. But when you come back, you have a fresh perspective. I know you're so, so right about that, Blythe. And, you know, it's funny because sometimes for my husband's birthday, his birthday is in April. And it's like the kids are not only in the height of school, but my kids are very active in sports. And it's very difficult to just get on a plane and go someplace and have three kids miss, you know, games and everything that's happening in our active lives. So, I actually did this and surprised my husband. And, of course, his birthday is like April 13th, right near tax season. And um, I, after that, you know, getting our taxes in on time and everything, it's kind of a celebration for all of us that, you know, we get away. And where do we go? We go about 15 minutes from my house or, well, nothing's really 15 minutes, about a half hour from my house, wife. <laughs> and we go um, – we go to this really nice hotel and we just spend one night with the kids. And I have to tell you, my kids get giddy and we rent in movies and it's so much fun. So it, it doesn't take a lot. It's just sometimes I think you really do have to remove yourself from your normal surrounding, even if it means going to your local library. You know, it's easy. And I know here in Arizona, once, you know, the snowbirds the people that are coming in now for Thanksgiving to enjoy the holidays and our beautiful weather, once they go home because it gets so hot, every hotel has a staycation and they knock their rates down and so many people wait for these staycations to go to some of the resorts here because it's, oh, wow. it's affordable. 
Yeah, it, it sounds really, really nice. I wish I could come to a staycation <laughs> in Arizona at 82 <laughs> degrees, Blythe. So, Blythe, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, I am actually cooking this year, and I haven't made Thanksgiving dinner in a long time. We always end up going someplace. So I am, I talk about giddy. I cannot wait to start doing my Thanksgiving cooking because I'm doing something different. And I know this is not a recipe show, but I'm very excited because I keep watching the Food Network and I love the Barefoot Contessa. And oh, yeah. It, it keeps coming up, and I'm doing a turkey roulade where I'm rolling it and putting the stuffing in the middle. Oh, wow. And we'll see what happens. I love to cook, love to bake, and we're having the kids. And, of course, Black Friday, my daughter is going to have a baby in oh, May. Yeah, and yeah. we're going to go do some baby shopping. But I'll tell you what, I'm really torn when we talk about businesses being successful with mm-hmm. this Black Friday business because I am torn. You know, I want to go, like everybody else, we'll get some baby stuff and get good deals, but... On the other hand, I'm thinking, but these people should all be home with their families. It's so sad to me. I mean, Black Friday is Black Friday. The kids are off of school. Most people are off of work. And if that's how you want to spend your day shopping, well, I I would like to make it really, really special for my kids. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But what I don't like, Blythe, is the fact that some of the stores are open on Thanksgiving Day. It's well, that's so what sad I mean. to it's, me. It's, it's so sad. It's not Black Friday anymore. I mean, right. we, my daughter and I and my son used to do Black Friday because we we didn't need anything, but it was so silly. And talk about a memory, even with your grown kids. Right. We would, we would be hysterical at 3 o'clock in the morning eating French fries and laughing and doing all kinds of stuff. And it was the memory. We didn't care about buying stuff. You know, my kids are grown up. But I look and, you know, we're going to go shopping at 6 o'clock on Thursday. It's not Black Friday, and I agree with you. I, th- I think everybody should be home with their families. Yeah. I mean, at least respect the holiday and really sit down and connect. But, you know, this year I'm going to do something a little different with my kids, Blythe. I'm going to have them all come up with their budget. I'm trying to teach my children about money. Um, at a young age, because quite frankly, I, I was never really taught about a budget at a young age. Blythe, were you? No, like, no, I wasn't. It was I never had... talked about back then. Money was not something to be discussed, you know. And it's so important. You're such a good mom. I mean, they will thank you. They will really thank you because my kids will talk and joke with me and go, "You never taught me how to do this, mom." And I'll go, Wait right. <laughs> It's true. But Blythe, so listen to my idea for this year. Oh, gosh, we got less than one minute. I don't know if I have to hold the thought. But um, I am going to have my children write a list of all of their special teachers that they want to get a gift for. And their job is to come up with one really special um, thing that that teacher talked about that they love to do. For instance, I know Mr. O'Rourke is a big runner, and he Garrett just took an after-school running class. And I'm going to, you know, I want each child to get their teachers something that pertains to whatever they love. So we're coming up on a break, but I'll tell you a little more about. I want to um, hear more. What a great idea! Yeah, because it's it's not how much you spend; it's not the gift; it's the thought that goes behind it, and. 
I'm going to do a little more of that when we come back. Talk about that. All right, everyone, stay with us. We have Blythe Lipman with us, and we'll be right back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Welcome to The Quip with Miriam Nicole Huffman, a modern woman's guide to styling her faith, family, and finances. The online radio show dedicated to today's positive, purpose-driven woman who's ready to heal her heart, her head, and her household by realigning with what she values most. If your highest values are faith, family, finances, and freedom, you're in the right place. Host Miriam Nicole Huffman is a woman on a mission. Her mess to success journey has taken her from life as an upper-middle-class stay-at-home mom to a broke single mom to living a life of joy and wholeness as she builds a thriving business while raising her healthy, happy family. Every week on The Quip, Miriam Nicole shares her love, life, legal, and lifestyle success secrets. Whether it's wisdom you're seeking, inspiration and motivation from someone who's hit rock bottom and risen to success, or you want to know how to fully align your faith, family, and finances to create more freedom for yourself, you're an Excellent hands with Miriam Nicole. Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player to the right or check our recent guests in the blog below. Got a question for Miriam Nicole? Want to be a guest on her show? Email us at thequip at miriamnicolehuffman.com. And join us every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. And before break, um, we were talking about what I'm going to have my kids do this year. So I am absolutely convinced that I don't want this Christmas to be about money and materialistic things. I just want it to be all about creating special memories and 
um, getting special things for the special people in our lives that really impact our lives on a daily basis. And for my children, that would, of course, be their teachers. And, you know, Blythe, many years ago, I loved to go antique shopping. I just love the little trinkets that um, people treasured many, many years ago. I always feel like there's such a story behind the old things and you know, there's so much more quality sometimes in the older things and the newer things. So I just love to browse through antique stores. And you know what? I haven't done that in 13 years since I've had my kids. And what I would like to do with my kids is get them to have their list of everybody they would like to get a nice holiday gift for. I want them to write down what that person likes to do or if they talked about I don't know, somebody that might have inspired them along the way. And um, I'd like to go antique shopping with them and try to get them something different that they will not get from somebody else. You know, I'm sitting here clapping. I have to tell you because I have I've been a teacher in a preschool many, many times in the infant and toddler room. And the gifts that I remember are the ones that are different. It's, I'm not putting down any gifts. It's, I, I love chocolate. Getting yeah. the box of chocolates is wonderful, uh-huh. and it's a thought that counts, and I know that. But I'll tell you, the one the things that I've cherished the most and still have are the ones that are very different. And most of all, I love the notes. Teachers love notes saying something they did. That Those are the things that I kept. Oh, wow. All right, so I, I have Great to make idea. sure my kids can get the notes. So, Blythe, you said something different. You're not even going to believe what I did one year. And they really, really did love it. <laughs> Do you know what it was? Please don't laugh, Blythe. Okay, I won't. I, I look back and I think it's a little crazy, but I live on Long Island, so there's water all around us. And in our community, it's like... It's a causeway, so you got you don't only have water on one side, you have water on both sides. And I don't know, there was something crazy that happened that a boat, a car actually went into the water, and there were kids in the car. And um, I mean, I'm talking like over ten years ago, and it was all the news was talking about the state, how you, you know, what you should do if that should ever happen to you. And they were talking about this safety hammer. Or it was like a wrench, a hammer. I don't know what the heck it was. But if you just tap on the wind, the windshield, <coughs> the windshield would automatically just break up in a very safe manner and it, in a matter of seconds and you would get out of the car. Do you know I got that for the teachers and <laughs> had them put it in the car? I mean, it had other devices, you know, emergency stuff, the light and all that stuff. But Blythe, how crazy is that? You want to know something? I am not laughing because I have one in my glove compartment. <laughs> oh, you do? And I probably saw the same thing even though I'm miles away from you. I think that is the most thoughtful gift because who would get that? And that's that goes also in the list of things I would never buy for myself but I really want. I yeah. think that's great. I think it's great. So that's so funny. So anyway, so that's what is on the plan for my children. And for myself, I plan on sitting down probably tomorrow morning as soon as I wake up and just writing a whole entire list of everything I'm thankful for in my life. And I'm going to keep that in near my bed 
inside of my drawer. And every morning for the next year, I'm just going to read and reinforce and remind myself that, you know, there's so many positive things in this life that we have, you know, to be thankful for. I mean, the most important thing is, you know, I'm so lucky that God has blessed me that I have my health. And um, it's something that if you don't have your health, it's really hard, you know. You it know is what I'm really saying. hard, and you know I'll tell you something. I, I make the list, but I, every every morning before I get up, and every night before I go to bed, I think about what I'm grateful for because you know during our days, at least for me, there's so much stress, and I know I overschedule myself, and I have to get all these things done, and all these things that I didn't get done really don't matter because, like I said at the beginning, the next day you look and think, okay, that really wasn't so important, and I always do this. This thing, if I have a list, I always try to do the thing that I hate most the first, uh, the first, mm-hmm. and get it That's out of the way. Yeah. If uh-huh. it's something, but I really believe, you know, we always say everybody says it, especially this time of year. It's so cliche about gratitude, but I, it helps me when I think about something first thing in the morning, especially if I'm stressed. I think, what am I stressed over this for? You know, let me think about something good, and and health is always number one on my list too. Yeah, it's so important. So, so Blythe, I also look at this time of the year as a time to wind down our business, um, but also to really think about the next year and what is it that I'm going to try to do differently next year that um, that maybe didn't work for me this year. And, you know, it's all about, once again, setting the goals. So, so often um, we talk about New Year's resolutions, but I take it so seriously <laughs> that I really do try. Thanksgiving is my, um, my start of sitting down to really think about my resolutions. And even I, I prioritize my resolutions and some can be accomplished in a quick manner and others will take a longer time. But... Um, it's so important to just kind of get focused and establish your goals so that you know where you're headed. You know, it is so important. And I personally don't like to use the word resolution for me. I like to use the word goal. Yeah. But I also, because it makes me, it makes me feel like I'm going to do it more. You know, resolution doesn't work quite in my head. I love that word better, the goal. However, do you look back and think about where you are today and where you thought you would be? Because I see for myself with my business, I see some things that are changing that I would have never thought of, that right. I would have never been at this place. And But do I you like- give yourself the credit for it? Like, I do see a huge change. I see that, you know, I've taught myself how to do things I never imagined. So I agree with that. But do you give yourself credit? Because I have to be honest with you, I don't. I have so many balls in the air at all times, you know, and there's so many people turn to me and they say, but how do you do it all? And it's just, I don't know, Blythe. Do you think other people are the same? I mean, you know, we all know if we could have 10 assistants, it would be wonderful. But in the scheme of life, most normal people can't afford to do that. So I just wonder if the uh, the entrepreneurs like we are, 
have all these balls in the air all the time or people are just doing like one thing at a time? I think as a business owner, if you cannot afford to have somebody help you, I think they're doing a little bit of everything because you have no choice. But to talk about an assistant, you know, I agree with you. Not everybody can have 10 assistants. But I also was talking to somebody who said to me, you don't have to have an all or nothing situation. You can, if you can't afford a full-time assistant, why not think about having an assistant three days a week, two hours a day? And when they said that to me, you know what? The light bulb went off in my head. And you know what it made me think of, Blythe? When my kids were little. When my kids were little, I was fortunate enough to have a full-time nanny because that's when my whole concept of Glovies was taking off. And I really needed the extra set of hands so that I could run my business and, you know, take care of my kids. And if I needed to travel, it was easier for me to pick up and travel and keep the continuity going in my house. My house. But um, the thing is, when you're bringing up children, things change. And as my children started to get a little older, I no longer needed the full-time nanny. Then, you know, moms, we would do play dates and we would switch on and off and, and my mom would come and everything else. But things changed. So I went from the full-time nanny to a part-time nanny. And then from the part-time nanny, I had one of the local grandmas actually here help me do a little bit of driving with Nicoletta because I didn't have the time to drive her a half hour to school, to wait there for two hours and then drive her back a half hour by having this woman, Lillian, help me simply with the driving. And she loves spending time with Nicoletta. It It allowed me to focus more on my business. So I guess what I'm trying to say is just like we were doing with our own children, changing with as they got older, we should think the same way about our business also, is that in the beginning, maybe we really did need, you know, that extra help and couldn't afford it. But do you know what I'm saying, Blythe? You know, you your words are so important because I always thought the same way. I always thought if I can't do this all the time, then I can't do it. If I can't do full time, I can't do it. And you're so right because if you break it up in increments, if you have somebody just help you on Mondays or if you have somebody help you on Mondays and Wednesdays, that help, as long as you organize them and that gets into the business organization piece, what if you do hire somebody, you have to make sure you're getting the most out of it and they're helping you exactly where you need the help and not all over the place. I I think you're so right. And you know what I'm going to really try to do this year, Blythe? And we've talked about this so often. Oh, look at this. We're coming up on a break um, on our last segment. Oops, seven seconds. So you know what? I have to tell everybody, you have to stay with us because we have a really good last segment coming up. So we'll be right back, everyone. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm so happy to have Blythe Lippman from Baby and Toddler's Instruction with us. Blythe is an incredible radio host and author, and she's a fabulous friend. So, Blythe, you know, before we get started, you know... My listeners know we always wrap up the show with the five best business tips. And my first business tip is um, I'm going to take it up from our last segment. So I'll start with that in a minute. But, Blythe, I just want to give you the opportunity to tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you. Well, you can stay on air right now. My show is right after Paying It Forward. It's called Baby and Toddler Instructions. And my guest today is going to be fabulous like the rest of them. But today, she's, it's Tracy Spackman, the gentle sleep coach. And she's going to share six secrets to get your babies to sleep. And boy, that's important when the holidays come. And you can also go to my website, mybestparentingadvice.com or babyinstructions.com. And you can send me questions. I just did a couple new blog posts. And I'm also available for coaching via Skype, telephone, or if you live in Arizona, I can come into your home. So I'm available all those ways. And you know what? I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. 
So let's go on to your business tips. I love being on your show. Thank you so much. (laughs) So much fun. I love having you on my show because whenever we talk, it's so funny, like the light bulb goes off for both of us. And I, I just feel like we're such a support for each other. And I just feel like sitting down talking as girlfriends and the way we talk about our personal life or our business, I think and I hope it does inspire others out there. So with that, so Blythe, you know how we always talked about, you know, one of my guests, she was actually one of my very first guests years and years ago. She had suggested on my show that each day of the week should be separated by the five most important tasks that you need to accomplish in your business. And I thought it was brilliant. And I know so often we said, oh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. But that is going to be my resolution this year. I am seriously going to try to separate each day into my five best days. One will be a marketing day. One will be a finance day. One will be a sit. Two, actually, I'm going to have two days for sales days. And those days are going to be Tuesday and Thursday. Because, Blythe, nobody likes getting a sales call first thing Monday morning. And um, so I'll have my marketing. I'll have my two days of sales. I'll have my numbers day. And um, what other day are we having, Blythe? Social media. Social media. You think that's completely separate from marketing? Well, I don't think I wanted, I would like to add something that works for me. Because okay, I tell- used to also do this and it worked fabulous. I knew what I was doing, but I didn't make it a day because it was too hard. I okay. did, I think because when I, when I sit down to write my books, I do it in four to five hour increments. I unplug the phone. I don't answer emails. I don't answer anything, you know, unless there's an emergency, of course. But I found for me it worked better if I said I'm a morning person. If I said from 6 to 10, I will write a chapter. Or from 6 to 10, I will do my social media. And that was it. And I, it got to a point where people would call and, they'd, and I'd say I, I wouldn't even answer the phone. And they knew I, I'm working. So for me, it worked better to do smaller increments. I couldn't be successful to do it all day. It was too hard. But just the fact of also the other thing is write it down. Put it on your calendar. What right. you're going to do. It's an appointment with yourself. I think that's a great idea. But Blythe, I think what I was kind of thinking about was in those increments and when I say a day, like – I know for myself that I have five solid days during the day when my kids are at school without interruptions that I can get my work done. So I think what I would like to do is separate those, you know, even if it's two to three hours and just work on those topics after the morning routine. Like I still think every business, all after interviewing over 200 successful entrepreneurs, I feel like the people that are really truly successful are those who have established, you can call them routines, you can call them rituals, but every single day they do these rituals. And it's so funny. What do you think everybody does? They wake up and they exercise. And at least most of the successful entrepreneurs I've talked to, they say, you know what, 
they get up super early before everybody else does and they that's their sacred time that they give to themselves it's a gift that they allow themselves to just exercise and that's when they do a lot of their thinking so i don't know blythe it sounds pretty good i think i would like to start doing something like that i think you also need for me anyway and we've talked about this before i think we have to have a buddy to do it with. I think we have to be able to call somebody and say, did you do this today? I think we have yeah. to be accountable to somebody other than ourselves. If you're right. going to start a new routine, it really helps to be accountable to do it with somebody. Just a quick check-in. Right. What do you I, think I of think, that? I think I love it. And I think that's great. But I think it also goes down to the fact, and I think you said it earlier, is that you have to write it down. So just write it off. And Blythe, it's so funny. I need my little box there so that I can check it off. And um, it just works for me. So I'm going to establish a morning routine. I mean, not that I don't do it now, but I'm just going to put it down in writing now and see if it makes a difference. And what, as part of my morning routine, what I do is I take out my yellow post-it note and I write what are the top absolute most important three things that have to get done that day. And I will not shut down that computer until those three things are done. So it really does, you know, work for me. So I think if I can get my ritual down and spend my two hours a day doing that, you know, checking my emails once, writing a blog or social media, allowing maybe a half hour a morning to do that. And whatever my morning ritual is, to spend maybe the hour and a half doing that than to spend about two to three hours on my, you know, subject of the day, <laughs> marketing, sales, whatever, finance, then um, I think a lot, you know, the business, those are the baby steps that create the big steps in the business. You're what so you right. You know what? It has to be the baby steps because we can't get it all finished. You can't do everything every day. And you know why you're talking? I was thinking about this. I think I'm going to go on social media and have a contest for the best daily ritual and find oh, out what other fun. people do because you know what? Sometimes just hearing some little thing. I mean, I have a friend and you were talking about being kind to yourself. She gets up and she reads for an hour. She loves to read and she reads for one hour before anything starts happening in the house. And that's what gives her the gift and the calm to, to get on with her day. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so important. And um, I, I'll tell you, Blythe, that exercise I haven't been on my exercise routine, and I mean, I've only been doing it maybe twice a week, but when you do it the five days a week, just for me personally, it sets your your mindset is just so different when you start your day off in a clear manner, and um, when you feel good about yourself, it, it shows throughout your entire day. My kids see me happier. I'm more calm. I'm not stressed. It just helps so much. So I agree. You know what? Exercise, it's, it's really good. And I, and I don't do it five. I mean, I try to do five days a week. However, whatever works and don't beat yourself up. You know, don't, the thing we do a lot, many times, at least I do, is I set myself up for failure because if I find something that works, I go, I'm going to do this every day. And then I stop and think, well, I can't do this every day. You know what? Life gets in the way. So I'm going to do this three days a week. And then if I can do it five, wonderful. So I think it's however we set it up, we're also different. 
However we set it up, we should be patting ourselves on the back, you know, do it one day, do it two day, whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's great. So, Blythe, I have a question for you. And I'm, I hope I'm not surprising you with this, but this is my question. How do you manage your emails? Because I think that would be a great business tip for today is how to better manage emails. Well, that is a million-dollar question because <laughs> I, this is what I think. I, for me, I have to go through my emails. You know, every time I clean out my emails and put them in folders, the ones I want to keep, I swear I'm never going to let them get backed up, and they always do. So what I have been telling myself if I actually ever finish cleaning them out is that I am just going to clean them out every single day, and that's going to be part of my morning routine. I'm going to take 15 minutes, and I'm going to take everything from today and yesterday, and whatever I don't want, I'm going to get rid of it or put it in a folder. But to so that's what works for me. But it's I think tough. that's so, so important, Blythe. It's just take action right away. And what I've been trying to do is if it's – I actually went in and I deleted, I purged the domain of all the nonsense that was clogging my email list. And there's – you know, you can just go in and rather than just purge it – I purge the entire domain. So next time if they try to send me any kind of junk mail or whatever, they can't. And I have to tell you, it has saved me a tremendous amount of time, you know, without having to go in and just delete the stuff. But it's also just to take action right away. So if an email comes in and it's an action item, I have a yellow pad next to me and I make sure that it goes on my yellow pad. So that, um, and then once I check it off on my yellow pad, then I can go back and, you know, delete that email. So it just kind of helps. Also, if you have a laptop, you can watch TV and you can go through your emails at the same time if you want to multitask and clean it out. Yeah, that sounds really (laughs) good. But um, maybe we can watch Mysteries of Laura and see if they really use Glovies on it because the producer said they use Glovies on Mysteries of Laura. So every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock here in New York. So um, Look at her hands. I think she had Glovies on last week. Oh, do you think, Blythe? Take a look. I love that show. (laughs) All right. I'll have to go back and check it out. It's great. But anyway, Blythe, I can't believe we're coming up on the end of our show, but I want to thank you once again for being an incredible guest. I think our listeners truly enjoyed it, and I want to wish you and all my listeners a very happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Blythe. Have a great holiday. Thanks, everyone. Have a great productive week, and I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,